0: The Russians, man. There's hot Russians. You ever see hot Russians? (laughs) (laughs) That's an idea for a new TV show.
1: Hot Hot Russians.
0: Russians. Um... They're Russian, they're tough, and they're hot. (laughs) And they're coming at a theater near you. (laughs) Okay, there's the lead (laughs) in.
1: The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando.
0: I'm out of it, man. I'm out of the the loop. Is it a thong dry suit? Is it a g-string? Do women wear g-strings or men wear g-strings and girls wear, wear thongs?
1: Um, Hey everybody, welcome back to the Great Time Podcast. We're freezing our asses off here in Michigan.
0: I don't know, How freezing. Are you? are you cold? Are you that cold? It's snowing today. I know, well my wife is you know like, look was at, looking out week? and she's going oh my god we're not ready for this i'm like i I grabbed her by both arms you know looked at her i said i know you just moved here from fucking jamaica or something what are you talking about it's november it's past the first week of november it's officially the last day of the first week of november it's 28 degrees out and there's a dusting of snow what you weren't expecting we weren't ready for this Come on, we we know this we is going to happen. We didn't want to admit
1: it. We didn't want to admit it. Well, that's it psych- was just so psychopathy. It, it, that's it, a, a, that's it a craziness. It was so nice not even a month ago.
0: It was so nice. Oh, it was just...
1: Yes. It came fast this
0: year. Well, you were down in Florida, well, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so and now you're, you're like, I'm back <laughs> in, down in Florida. reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it. Get used to it. This is nothing. I'm like, when's the hard, heavy stuff going to come down? Embrace it. Embrace the suck, man. Oh, I am. I'm embracing it. Like, I love this shit. Love it. I love the pain. There ain't it's no so, the pain. It hurts so good. The last night, you know, so I was out in Holland, Michigan. and the it The frostbite
1: hurts so good.
0: Standing on that Astro turf. I don't know what the name is. It's turf. You know, it's artificial official turf. The kids are sliding. I, I call them kids or men, but sliding all over the place. Because it's like raining, sleeting, and then it would snow. Oh yeah. And then go back to rain sleet. So each little rubber pellet is getting a little bit of water on it and then freezing. So like the cleats, they would go to stop. They go flying. They were flying into each other. You know, two hundred pound guys oh, yeah. full bore. I mean full bore. Then they're trying to make quick cuts. That ain't happening.
1: Yeah, two like two years ago we had a game down at U of M. Yeah. In the spring. It was like yeah. the last of so like first game of the year was like the last weekend of March. Yeah. And there was about an inch and a half, two inches of snow yeah. on the you field. You can't it's get one a grip those, with those, those cleats, uh, man. Those astroturf, the fake those turf, yeah, true turf, whatever they call yeah. that yeah. stuff
0: nowadays. Yeah. yeah, it's just mulched up sucks. rubber tires, man. Yeah, and, uh, sucks. I hate that stuff. And it was just cold, you know. It's windy over there, right near the wall, you know, right on the edge of the state and the lake effect. And so I brought a bunch of clothes on, but my feet—I was just my feet were like two blocks of ice, nice. just standing on that turf, like welcome the winter, baby, having the. I should have worn my winter boots. I just wore my regular, you know, walk around. what did you just move here from Jamaica or something?
1: Like, well, they're, they're still sh- pretty shaking. warm. I wasn't
0: going to be like they're pretty warm, but I wasn't planning on like you know going through the back terrain. <laughs> you know, I just thought I'll be standing there with my camera taking photos. No, no I've got
1: I've got class this weekend.
0: Oh, it's supposed to it's be, nasty be, it's weekend, be nasty all weekend. Nasty all weekend. It's supposed to wind windy up. So, you're going to have some hey, fun one, with that. Hey,
1: one guy's going wet.
0: So, there is a dumbass. <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that because I used to but do that shit. Is he young? He, no,
1: he's he's an old guy. He's a big, tough old bastard. He's a big, tough guy, you know. Uh,
0: tough, dumb, he, and full of. Not full. <laughs> <laughs> he's empty.
1: <laughs> but he's like, I've been diving. I'm a hearty, hearty soul. You know, I can yeah. handle it. That's not what I always got. He about.
0: doesn't want to do a dry suit because his buoyancy control ain't quite well, right there.
1: Well, he wants one. It, it's. I think this weekend is going to push him over the them. edge. It's yeah. going to enlighten him to the, the value of it. You yeah. know, just the amount of work we're going to be doing, and then the long—we know how these classes are—long, long days, long time in the water. It's going to take its toll. You know, going wet, psychological breakdown by the end of the day. He's going to be toast. You know, just
0: psychological you know. breakdown by the end of the day.
1: That, uh, you know that cold. You've Got to break that, them
0: down and build them back up. Cold
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm build a hey, bon- Sarge, bonfire. <laughs> of, bottle of brandy for listen it. you maggots
0: get out of that fucking water yeah get a bottle of brandy I uh, jacques would do it oh yeah and he'd pass out the cigarettes well hey speaking of dry suits
1: this is a perfect uh day to get into a little dry suit discussion another one of the fan favorites every year when uh, the weather starts to break we start getting questions and emails about dry suit etiquette dry suit selection
0: selection and stuff like that you want to get the prettiest most expensive dry suit you can find i think that would be my (laughs) advice keyword key emphasis on pretty pretty you want to look pretty in your dry suit although there's been a big push in the past probably decade to hey how can we sell more dry suits well let's make them bling let's bling those fuckers out although i do i would like one with you know Bedazzled kind of thing, studs. On the, oh, Get out of my way! You look out! <laughs> look out!
1: <laughs> you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you listeners show up to the dive site, and there's this glit- and the BGs start playing, <laughs> this glittering glare know. shining into your eyes. You can't see there's Some reflection from the sunlight. You have to throw your throw your sunglasses yes. on. What is that glimmering, shimmering madness before me? It's like, yeah. As you get closer, you will realize, that's Brando in this new dry suit.
0: <laughs> Staying alive, playing in the background as you walk, as you enter the quarry.
1: Well, I found this article from TDISDI site, which puts out a lot of you know, blog stories all the time. Uh, this one was actually from earlier this year, written by a Tatiana Nikitina. She's
0: Russian? She's Russian. <laughs> um, in think... Russia, we know you dry suit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think she is.
0: Tatiana's good.
1: Tatiana Nikitina, my Russian diver. Tatiana. She wrote a story about dry suit myths and reality. We get lots of questions all the time about myths? different mm-hmm. myths about
0: dry suits. And well, dry suit and she su- you?
1: summarized things up uh,
0: pretty good. Is there a dry suit monster in uh local lakes? What is a myth about a dry suit? Oh, that they're super hard to dive in. Right. It's a good myth. Yeah, yeah. Like I think you, if you're an idiot everything's super hard to do
1: uh you need a lot more weight
0: am i critical am i right. critical? yeah uh yeah well you, you do need a little bit more weight but you, you can't wear the same fins sometimes you can't uh buoyancy controls different it's definitely different there's dynamic you know you're you are your gas bubble is much more dynamic it's dry, not stable the dry suit keeps you warm it does keep you warm, actually. <laughs> well, the undergarment. Everything you said really yeah. isn't a myth. Well, like, no, 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 no. The dry suit doesn't keep you warm. The dry suit keeps you dry. And that's part uh, of keeping you the warm. The you warm. Oh, so we're going to go into the semantics and break down like, well, is it truly a dry suit? Because your face gets wet. It's not really a dry suit.
1: Well, she says that. Do you like your dry suit as much as I do?
0: Let My me ask eyes. you this. How often do you really have a dry suit? Oh. I can call a, them. That's a reality. That's a reality. That's yeah, what yeah, I'm that's getting a, at. Yeah, so yeah. the myth of calling them a dry suit is, it, it is dry. Most of them are dry, like when you first get it. If you get a brand new one, I think the majority of them come off the line and they're good to go and they work well. Four umpteen dives. Well, d- and
1: just then you start like, to, well if you start using it, you're going to wear it. and you're oh, yeah. and if They're you're, dry unless you use them. <laughs> dry until you get them, put them in the water. <laughs> Yeah, so eventually you're going to get wear, and you're going to get mm-hmm. holes, and you're going to get tears. They're going to yeah. be inappropriate. But I tell you, with this uh, this trip I did down to Florida, um, was getting soaked yeah. in the arm. And it's just the culmination of years of using that suit. Yeah, and then now I got this big trip, and you of have course, systemic day leaking. One, yeah, yeah,
0: it's like it just breaks down, and trying to find where it's breaking down is difficult because it's micro. Yeah, they're like it's micro seepage,
1: and then you get the. Down to the the big dive you want to do, yeah, and then like four of them, yes, go <laughs> at once, yeah, go at once. Yeah, I know, so, I've been there, so I'm gluing up an arm, yeah. You know, pretty soon uh, it's just
0: yeah. a, it's an aqua seal. I can remember it's like my suit is mostly aqua seal now. It's like aqua seal with some trilam on the outside of it, <laughs> yeah. aqua seal. It's an aqua seal suit. There's, there's we had remnants, there's some trilam there's left remnants, over. Remnants, tri-lam <laughs> still, exactly, still there,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, Tore a wrist seal first time I think I've ever tore a wrist seal, like, mm. on, in the field. Yeah, really, like that. You know that Florida, but cave, you have zip, zip seal you know, That Florida cave yeah. sand, yeah, right. That just sticks to yeah. to everything, and then hot and sweaty and trying to get into like rushing mm. to get into a suit, sweat. Got to use bitch. some. Uh, That's the value of those zip seals, man. They're when like, I worked it to be yeah. able to be literally in five minutes rehooked up and back in the waters. Yeah, that the, that is really nice.
0: There are other workarounds though. Yeah, because back in the day of course we didn't have zip seals we had duct tape and you would just duct tape that that arm on <laughs> and you were pretty good actually right, right, put a yeah. glove over it duct tape put it don't put it too tight anytime you wrap around a a, a digit you know a limb or a digit or an extremity you got to be extremely careful in Remember? the medic field you you always leave an opening in the tape you know but yeah. in dry suit field you can't Not leave no an way. opening. That's stupid. Remember, you might as well just leave it on. Remember
1: we were up doing that, we jumped in that ice hole yeah. with those guys up in uh, northern Michigan this yes. past year? Yeah. And that kid doing his yeah. ice class, he's got that duct tape on, on, <laughs> on that dry suit seal. Like, like,
0: oh, man, it's going to be a long day for this kid. Yeah. Uh, the things you do to 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 you know to make the dive happen. Yeah, yeah. Although, you got to remember, you start doing shit like that. That can be at the root of the snowball. That's the very beginning of the snowball of your demise. You know? Yeah, no doubt about you, it. You start getting cold. You don't think straight. You're shivering. You well, know? that's what I was talking about a little bit yeah. earlier, about that psychological breakdown. Exactly. It,
1: it happens in little increments, but by the end of the day, Up you can, you're, yeah, you're, you're whooped, man. You're done. You're finished. you're done. Yeah, yeah. And the decisions that you're making are not a logical decision. Right. It's a I want out of this situation decision. Right,
0: exactly. And that's where,
1: you know. And if it's just a like, like we're going to be down a training quarry. And uh, part of the class is going to be watching that psychological mm-hmm. breakdown later and seeing how those decisions right, right developed. You know, but if it's all in like one big dive, that's a serious dive. Well, that could be some that could be really bad news for not just you but everybody in the water
0: with you. Well, that's the whole point of all this, tr- all the training, right? Is yeah, you you people are coming to us for to learn how to, you know, how do I get into tech diving? Well, these are the baseline. This is the baseline skills you need, so that you don't get that snowball start, right? Yeah, right, right. Uh, and and learn that attention to detail. Make it a part of your day, you know, not your daily routine, but to make it part of, of your DNA. Basically, is when you go diving, uh, a ripped seal that might be a dive ender. That that's like it's just not going to happen. I know I paid umpteen thousand dollars to get here. My ripped seal could be my demise. I have to I have to come to grips with that you know you're not going to be this dive will go no matter what yeah and it's all because of dry suit yeah no doubt about it it's important thermal thermal protection (laughs) i don't i don't know if a lot of people get it because yeah i've done especially in early years you know wetsuit and the ice stuff and yeah
1: wetsuit out in the the great
0: lakes and you just come up blue blue, you know know, shaking yeah yeah, regulator issues whatever you just did it and you didn't think about it but as i gained wisdom and started diving more you're like that was a dumbass move well because yeah because you stupid you you go wow that that could have happened
1: yeah later on you realize you look back and go holy shit that could have ended really bad
0: yeah well especially you go into cold water there's a number of things you got to take care of you know not just the dry suit but i mean you've seen the regulators free flow regulator free flow and you can't stop it and whatever you're under the ice that whole first stage becomes a block of ice underwater. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't get into it, and it ain't it ain't thawing out. It's just going to get worse and worse. Yeah. Anyway, just silly stuff like that.
1: Well, these are um, a couple of reasons why Tatiana loves her dry suit. Why well, bet? Let me let
0: me read them to you. Is it a hot, sexy dry suit? Hang on a second. What's it? describe this dry suit to me? <laughs> so uh, here's a few reasons why she says she loves dry suit diving.
1: Hello, it protects me from the cold water. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: your girl voice. I don't know. It's not doing the same thing as uh, it the last one. could put voice. on
1: layered undergarment and the heated vest. <laughs> no, I can't
0: do this. I can't do this. <laughs> like she vodka. Says, no, it, she it, says, it like vodka. It
1: protects me from the cold water, number one. I could put on layered undergarment and the heated vest. It's beautiful and fits me. It's convenient. All valves are located where they should be. It's easy to wear and easy to take off, and it's amazing.
0: Boyfriend got dumped.
1: <laughs> uh, she that's says, amazing I myth. personally choose my dry suit exclusively by brand name. There's a small brand dependence and size. That's it. And this leads me to myth number one. Dry suits are hard to choose.
0: I don't think that's a myth. They, they are and can be only. You got to know what you're looking for. And you have to get the dry suit that suits your diving.
1: Yeah. And she says that that's untrue, that there are a lot um, of different dry suits. Yeah. Um, a bunch of different brands all throughout the world nowadays, and you need to narrow your search. But if you ask the right questions, you can narrow down the field of what type of suits you're going to get, what brand of suits you're going to get, the, the style that you want, the, the features that you're yeah. going to need. Yeah. So there is a little bit of, thinking and research into it they're not they're
0: not all the same they're definitely not all the same in quality and build yeah they can be the same material and and look the same even from the outside but their build is different and i think talking to someone with experience if you don't have any is super helpful and and but that person you talk to you also have to know like does that person know what the fuck they're talking about
1: sure Yeah, yeah, yeah so she says that you want to ask yourself a few questions like what material do you want? Trilaminate, bilaminate, Kevlar, neoprene, and why? Yeah, talk to your instructor. Read about the
0: fabrics. <laughs> learn how they work. And this is where I jump in and go again. Number one, the guy behind the counter at the shop, the instructor at the shop, usually is going to tow the company line. They yeah, have probably. to say, yeah, it. They have to. probably. Yeah. Yep, they will. I don't know. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some. Some will give an actual their opinion, and the other thing is they may be recommending a dry suit, but they've never tried anything else. It's just like all these diver instructors that only dive in the Caribbean are trying to teach you a certain dive method or their their way of diving, that works, but they've so that, never that dove works, anywhere yeah. or dived I anywhere else you. or in any other environment. They never, never cave-dived or tech-dived or well, dived in low-vis and – it's limiting. So well, to give go, advice back, from that viewpoint is not really.
1: If we go back to the what you said about the, the shop guy towing the company line, I think there are some, and you said like not all of them, but yeah. some, right, right. there are some shops that have a bigger philosophy mm-hmm. that they use with the gear that they sell that not every place is going to be sure just selling the product with the biggest profit margin. Some places are. Some mm-hmm. places are, are Basically, just department stores well, yeah. with, a, with with scuba gear in them, mm-hmm. right? And some places are going to have more of a well. That's all inclusive philosophy too. That's, that's how do you and, select and that, which ones? What? Yeah. Well, that's where getting to know the person. You that still you're don't know anything with, though, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. This is where it's nice that the internet is there. But again, we go back to this thing trying to sift and weed through what's real, pertinent, and valuable information versus. The guy yelling the loudest.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So at the end of the day, here, here it is, right? Yes. um You need to go dry suit diving, (laughs) right? (laughs) Well, and then you're going to realize what you like, what you didn't hmm. like, and the first one you buy might be the one that you love and last forever. But there's a really good possibility that you just need to start diving a suit.
0: There is so that you there is that way to go into it. Yeah.
1: I mean I dove probably four or five different dry suits until I really in, got the one right. that I wanted.
0: Now you just said something that I'm like, okay, well, the guy that comes in and talks to James at the shop, James can say I've dove yeah. a tri lamb I've drove, dove neoprene, I've dove crushed neoprene, I've dove the rubber, vulcanized rubber, you know, those type of hefty bag suits. In my opinion, they they have their uses, especially, you know, no a lot of people are down on the rubber suits. Rubber suits are dry. They are great yeah. for commercial yeah, yeah. diving. Yep. And if you're diving in shit water and crappy bottoms and you're just, you know, you're a cop diver, for example. Yeah, there's you're value mucking around on the no bottom. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, they, and, you might, and you
1: might sit there and take that person's advice of I right. dove all these different styles mm-hmm. of suits and that's why today right. I use... Brand X, and I use style Y. Well, and, and that's, I use, you know, it.
0: you go through and you say, well, I dove the hefty suit in commercial school in that application where you're walking on a working project, diving in a cave. I would not dive a hefty suit. It's too much drag. Yeah. Okay, there's too many folds, and it's it's big and bulky and heavy, and a tri-lamb suit is awesome. It's perfect. It, it shrinks down. It's very streamlined, and it, it keeps you warm enough, you know. Yeah, and, and then –
1: you might actually start diving the uh, that tri lam suit because he sells you on that right. that that it's lightweight, that one, lightweight right? yeah. But then you still might find that you want something heavier it, duty for mm-hmm. the type of diving you're doing down the road, and that's what right. what I'm saying. Like y- you have to start diving, you do, you do, and you have to get your own mm-hmm. experience to apply all these other ideas out there that are either from the. Person at the shop you're talking to, mm-hmm. the website that you're reading, the argument that's in going the on this, <laughs> in the forum. <laughs> <laughs> foolish <laughs> enough to that that's really in that where idiocy. where
0: a lot of what I'm implying is going on is the ridiculousness on the forums. Uh, that that they're still hashing out, you know. I want to go in and go, "Hey guys, been overdone twenty plus years ago." Can you move on? No, yeah. they they don't. No, it's all the same old questions. Yeah. Um, do a do a search before you ask a question. Just do a, a goddamn search before you get the circus crew come in there with the big mouse and and start yelling at you. Let me ask you a question. Okay, shoot.
1: Do you think split fins? Are just- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Tatiana says you got to consider your height, your weight, length of your arms and legs, shoe size. Um, are they stock sizes that you're going to need? Uh, will you need a custom fit? Uh, you you got to consider the price you're willing to pay for a
0: new suit. Um, I'd like to right, say a right, little cause, something there because I when I just bought that the last suit I have. I've always been a stock large, stock large, tri-lamb, crushed neoprene, stock large, S- same manufacturer, got the stock large, hate the fit on it, hate the fit, tight at the ankles, extremely large at the calves, and I got halfway size, you know, I'm not a little bone, so I'm like, whose ankles we're getting through here, number one, and what did their, cal- what does this person look like that you made the stock large suit from? for, you know just things like that uh the body is my upper body length, but the legs are like for six inch taller, God, I'm going, wait, what happened? So beware of that stock thing. My wisdom from ordering that is always get a custom. Even if you are a stock person.
1: She says the most important thing is that you feel comfortable in a dry suit. Yes. Make sure it doesn't squeeze you when you're crouching, turning, or just even standing. Oh, you
0: got to have full range
1: of motion. Yeah, full range of motion. And that's because you're moving that, underwater, yeah, right? Yeah, and that's one of the things, you know, when you're buying it from a dive shop, you know, a good dive shop should be going through a little bit of a routine with you. Mm-hmm. Seeing that the fit's good, seeing that there's not too much length in the legs, that you're going to get gas in your feet and the suit's gonna your feet are gonna slip out of the suit that Mm you got the range of motion to reach everything you need to reach and open your legs to kick the way you need to kick and and have a good fit overall it's not too big it's not too tight that's 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 what the that shop helps supposed to be doing well fit is critical no doubt about it you know
0: you you got a little leeway if it's too big if you if it's too small you're done
1: and there's there is a a value to the the whole cost thing right so you have to decide you know are you willing to spend 3500 us dollars on a dry suit i'll
0: spend 3500
1: or are you going to spend mexican or you only want to spend like a grand a thousand bucks yeah you know you can get a dry suit on either end Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to get everything that you want on the lower budget Mm -hmm. true right so Something's got a
0: yeah. It's always a a pros and cons, and 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 you've got to, you know. I don't know if you remember those old uh, the old video games. Like I can remember, and I equate a lot of things to this. But when you, uh, it was a flying game, a combat flight game, right? Flight simulator. And when you chose your aircraft, F sixteen, F fifteen, F fourteen, you're a fighter pilot, right? They had this little triangle of like stability, weapons, and speed kind of thing, and yeah. you're always you can't every have time all you, of them. you can't have all of them. You have so much of this triangle you can use, and you you give up something to get something in a different area, and that's the kind of the same thing with dry suits. For example, material you, want, you, you want get,
1: it, you want something that's completely durable that you're right. never going to get a hole in.
0: You're going you to yep. give up some streamlining. You're going to give up. E- mobility. You know, mobility for and lightweight and, yeah. light and yep. things like that.
1: Yeah, I get you. You want something that's super yes. easy to move in that fits like Price. a second. Yeah. You want
0: it cheap, you're going to give up a lot of stuff probably. <laughs> yeah, but
1: yeah, no doubt about it. Myth number two, she
0: says, is dry suit care is very expensive. I really care about my dry suit. I take her out occasionally. All, I think dry I suit care is all you have, have to say. A cocktail. I love you, dry suit. Nice dinner. It's, it's not too bad. No. Well, my dry suit's needy. She, she needs a lot of
1: Tatiana says that this myth can be proved wrong through basic maintenance. Before each dive, lubricate the zipper, follow the instructions on the zipper lubricant, make sure you handle the neck seal and wrist seals with talcum powder and special dry suit lubricants.
0: Well, let me ask you this, James. How do you treat your dry suit? By never letting it get dry. (laughs) (laughs) It's always wet. I don't have to lube it. It's never dry.
1: Um, there, There are out there dry suit nerds that's, no. Oh, yeah. I think there's. A, they fall they, under the equipment the nerd. The equipment nerd, yes. yes. That is not me. I don't have the time for that. I know I right. should be better, but I need to trust that my gear it's is gonna durable work. enough, robust enough, and long-lasting enough that I don't have to meticulously comb every single tooth of that zipper yeah. every single time I get it. I just don't I'm just too busy to do
0: that. I was going to say your time has value on it and if you're spending it taking care to of this Add that to my triangle, suit, right? Add that yeah, to the triangle. Right, of, exactly. of stuff we were just talking about, right? So durability of all the parts, you know, the zipper being probably one of if not the most critical part of your suit. Because when that goes, that's a big price tag to get it fixed. That's a yeah. thousand plus dollars usually. Well, well, no, uh,
1: three, well, five, like three, okay, you're, you're a couple hundred
0: bucks. That's like ten thousand plus dollars to get your zipper fixed. I love this dry suit.
1: Few hundred bucks.
0: Well, I was thinking a, a zipper was a good zipper was like seven hundred bucks, and they're going to give you know charge you a couple hundred in in uh, labor. But obviously, you can get you're a halfway a, decent zipper for three. Or, three, five, yeah. three to
1: five hundred bucks. You're probably. Is, on a zipper. Just to buy the zipper. To get the zipper replaced.
0: Oh, to get it fully replaced. Yeah. That's labor and the yeah. zipper. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's not nearly as bad, but it's still, I mean, that's, a, you know, that's 20% of your a new suit oh, kind yeah, of thing. Uh, you got to go, how much time do I have left in this suit?
1: You have to be aware of the zipper. Right. You have to be aware of the seals at all times. Yeah. right. You have to have a, an appreciation for them, getting in, right. getting out of the suit. Uh one false move and you've got a really expensive wetsuit. No, True. no yeah, doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, but can, as far as um it being expensive to care for, it's not really expensive. Yeah. I mean a, a, a zip st- zipper zipper
0: lube wax is is,
1: is depends you, on what you do. She mentions that uh, zipper lubricant, talcum powder and water based lubricant. I was to
0: say the water lube works especially like you're down in cave country. Talcum powder is just gonna turn into a, a muddy sloppy, mess. Muddy yeah. Uh the water based that's what i used to take when i worked at the hospital we always had ky for various yeah. procedures uh, you could just but for grab in, some in through those wrist seals
1: yeah even a uh, little spritzer bottle
0: of a, a yeah. soapy water mm-hmm. solution to yes, really too. Yeah.
1: like when you're down in
0: when you're p fog works <laughs> too if you've got a bottle of p fog laying around square
1: double yeah. double doses as an excellent wrist seal lubricant by for the way in and out uh, of your seals
0: we're running a, a buy one get a bogo on <laughs> p fog because these guys i don 't know who came up with it. this stuff works um
1: i've been using it religiously now yes. for two months.
0: You worship it in other
1: words i haven't had one foggy mask
0: no, no stuff works when something works, it works, and that's why you got to stick with it.
1: Myth number three, dry suit repair costs a fortune.
0: It's not necessarily a myth. It depends on your, your definition of fortune. Yeah. You know. If you're cheap, running around yeah. with 500 to to $1,000 in your pocket every day that you kind of blow through with coffee and donuts and whatever on your daily routine. You won't even notice. it will... of... <laughs> It's be like, oh, this is worth my day. You know? So I gave up a couple cups of coffee.
1: She says that the cost of dry suit repairs will depend largely on the severity of the damage. Most divers turn to specialized dry suit repair centers to repair and replace neck and or wrist seals. Seals may break down to careless use or wear and oxidation over time.
0: Or dry rot when you put it put it away for yeah. a season. So don't put it away.
1: She mentions that the most expensive repairs generally involve replacing the waterproof zipper. In most cases, the damage is due to improper
0: care. I was going to say that this is part of buying a dry suit too. You've got dry suits with zipper protector on it, dry suits without, and if you've got the weight of a BCD slash... Harness rubbing against the dry suit zipper over time, that zipper is going to fail on you, right? Yeah, so, you yeah. Look, look for those things when you buy the dry suit.
1: It's no different than any other thing that you're going to use in life. I mean, you're driving your car around. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just had to put new tires on my car, it's, it's nev- part of the game. It's never fun to, no, to, to whip out a thousand bucks, right, fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. For, but when you when you look at it, yeah, you're wearing it's them. It's never using, fun to you know? whip
0: out twelve thousand dollars in tires.
1: Now, the problem is, and this is. Where you know something like the zip seals has definitely changed the game, but it was not very long ago that if you tore a seal, Your dive's you're done. You're done. Yeah. You're done for the weekend, right? Because you're going to yeah. you need to get that back to the shop. They've got to take the old suit off or the old seal off, mm-hmm. glue a new one on. It's a couple of day repair job, mm-hmm. maybe. You could get in the water the next day if you If you know what you're the, doing. Yeah. If you, you to- throw the... Totally lean or whatever. Well, or yeah. you, you, you throw oh, the repair guy A few extra bucks. Uh, you know, a big old tip saying, hey, yeah. you could really use this tomorrow. But the zip seal game has really changed that. In the olden days, I mean, I've seen people that needed a wrist seal for a dive they were doing, you know, uh, mm-hmm. this coming weekend, they bring me the suit on Monday, give me a, a nice full week to get the suit done. I'd change out a wrist seal for them. Mm-hmm. They'd pick it up on Friday to go diving. Monday morning, they're walking back into the shop right, with a torn wrist seal. Right, so, just because you're putting a new wrist seal on doesn't mean you're going to get another couple of years out of it. That's mm-hmm. where we talk about that appreciation for that wrist seal, getting into it, getting out of it, not stressing oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and
0: not tearing a seal. Well, I think when you get a dry suit, at least you know learn how to use it. Well, that's, we, that, that's, that's what our good instructors yes. good instructor is going to show you the, the, the good tips shot, and the tricks yeah. of
1: this is how you get in and out of your suit without tearing a seal. But
0: there's something to be said for it. Dry suit, our pool's available. <laughs> do you? Re- well, and the reason I say that is, do you remember when you got your dry suit? How did you get your dry suit and what was given to you? Because here's what I got. Dry suit, sure, you can check it out in our pool tonight after I bought it. Not with an instructor, just go have some fun. Well, that was, what, 30 years ago? Yeah, but there was benefits to it. I mean, I went oh, yeah, and learned yeah, yeah. it. And, yeah, you learned it on your own, yeah. Yeah, although it is nice to have an instructor t- teach you.
1: She says that a, a wrist seal replacement is uh, about 90 bucks. Neck seal replacement is about 110 dollars. Boot and sock replacement, about 330 dollars per boot. A new zipper about 360. Valve replacement, 130. So it, it's a couple of bucks, but nothing too. right. Too crazy. The next myth that she mentions, myth number four, is that dry suits are dangerous. A dry suit, she says, is an additional airspace divers must manage. And to safely dive, you need to take some sort of training.
0: Yeah, it's definitely something different to manage. It's one more thing to manage. It's more dynamic. And if you don't use it correctly, yeah, it is more dangerous. Yeah. It's like anything else.
1: It's if you don't like know how to use it.
0: Underwater, and it could result in the you know rapid ascent of you. Yeah. Come on.
1: A blend a blender isn't inherently dangerous. Now if you stick your
0: hand down inside of it while <laughs> while it's
1: on, you're gonna be in a real bad situation, well, right?
0: It's like anything else. A- any inanimate object is just that. Almost everything can be used to kill a person, but yes. if you know how to use it, it's not going to. Scissors in and of themselves aren't dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Running around with them yeah.
0: Yes. A clumsy person, a clumsy drunk person (laughs) running around with scissors, yeah, not so safe. Correct. She mentions that
1: uh, training should include advantages and disadvantages of uh, dry suits, the variety of models and materials, and care for minor repairs. Uh, She says that the course generally begins in confined water where students practice buoyancy control in emergency situations. This includes what to do if you become inverted due to air trapped in the legs. That's what your confined water instruction is really doing for you in a dry suit is you're learning just the technical aspect of putting gas in, getting gas out with the suit. In my opinion, you know, buoyancy control is buoyancy control.
0: True. You know, it ba- is, yeah. Balance, well,
1: balance is balance. Now, sure, you've got a new tool that you're using, so you but, gotta, you got to learn the mechanics of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think if, if you're a diver who has Really good balance, buoyancy control, and body mechanics in the water, and then you decide you want to start taking up dry suit diving. All you're really going to learn is the dry suit, and you're still going to have good buoyancy control, good balance, well, good body mechanics for the most part. Yeah. If you struggle with buoyancy control and and just well, yeah, you're going to struggle the basics, with the dry suit. You're going to have yeah. a
0: really hard time with a dry suit. Well, and let let me just inject this little part of that too is the difference is the the size of your your air space your your volume that the gas can go into if you go and start to use that dry suit as your main buoyancy control the problem is you're putting that gas into a large container and it's it's unstable it does, it has yeah, a lot of places moving, to go yeah. around Yeah, know yeah, a move lot it to the more feet, place to
1: the arm move yeah. it to the other leg move it all over the place exactly yeah, so yeah. it
0: it creates an instability in your trim and thus your your buoyancy control period because once you start going out of trim you start putting different parts of your body in different depths so they expand differently and now we boom, know yeah that a lot of the
1: major agencies teach, teach do all of your buoyancy control with the dry suit which yeah which is counterintuitive and, to what you just said right uh, but the reason they tell you that you know i would say is because they don't feel that you are smart enough. Yeah, I think to it's control, an insulting. To, it's yeah. super insulting, right? Yeah. You, you don't have the mental ability to control your buoyancy out of two sources on this ascent. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, that's because of how they set you up.
0: Mm-hmm. In, in day one, yeah. In day
1: one with learning yeah. on your knees how to do everything. If your pyramids, yeah, and, and negative <laughs> buoyancy, right?
0: If your pyramids inverted on your education, you're going to have issues with everything you do. You're going to create, uh, you know, stupidity as you move up, right? Yes. If you get get the very basic minimum on day one, as you progress and start adding shit to it, that's not a very good base to to move on in the diving world, right? Yes. So you want to this is learn about stability. And buoyancy control and keeping those gas volumes to a minimum, in, especially in a large space like d- yeah. the dry suit. And then right? when you
1: look at something like too much getting too much air in the feet, like she mentions here, right. in, in reality, the reason you need to learn that too much gas in the feet is generally because you're putting so much gas in the suit, mm-hmm. doing all that buoyancy control with the dry suit, that it lends itself for that gas, right. that big bubble to get trapped up in the feet. And then it's
0: difficult to get back... Towards the valve to be exhausted because it wants to carry your feet up. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you, you know, you've got to learn, hey, I got to tuck and roll, or whatever method you learn to get that gas towards the valve. But if it goes up in the feet, there's no way for it to get out and it carries your feet up higher, which means the gas expands more and you're having trouble. And then a lot of times, pops the fins right off, right? Now you can't swim down. (laughs) Goodbye. You don't have much of a recourse, you know? So, There's a – right there, I think any logical person would go, wow, that's a pretty easy – you know, it's pretty easy to envision this happening to a newer diver. Doesn't have a lot of experience with, you know, gaining that buoyancy control unless they've been taught from day one buoyancy control to a high degree because it is so important. Anybody with experience is going to go, listen – you don't want a lot of gas in that suit, you want enough to keep you warm and take the squeeze off that's it. That's all right. you want yeah you want you want enough gas
1: in that suit so that the undergarment can do its job exactly right, but any bubble bigger than that is just
0: a mess that you have
1: to deal with later on exactly. in the life
0: it It just lends itself to too much I'm with you issues with buoyancy control I mean that's the way we teach Mm-hmm.
1: okay, well, and myth number five. She says you need to buy a dry suit to take a course. Depending on where and from whom you take your course, you may be required to either supply your own suit or rent one. Suit rental may be included in the price of the course. Conversely, some dive centers include the cost of training in the purchase price of a dry suit. Well, obviously, you need to have a dry suit to take a dry suit course. Whether it's your own or a rented right. one, you know, is going to be dependent on, on where you're taking the class. But yes, you obviously have to have a dry suit in the water. A lot of places do do that. You know, you buy the suit and you take the class in your suit so that you're learning your very suit. I mean, mm-hmm. That's what I would recommend.
0: Yeah, the people. suits do behave differently. Yeah, Different absolutely. No doubt about sure.
1: it. But certainly, um, we, I've had numerous people come to us to take a dry suit class with no intention of buying a suit because one of the very hot and popular Travel destinations right now is that Iceland trip. Yeah. So you get people that are, hey, I'm going to Iceland, I'm going to need a dry suit, learn how to use a suit, they're going to go over there, rent a suit while they're over there, and then come back home, and never dive cold water again. Hmm. So that exists. True. There's just no telling what you're going to get for a dry suit in the rental, and what you're going to get on the other rental when you actually use a suit, so there could be some variance. The general concept is going to be the same.
0: Yeah. The thing about a rental, too, though, is you're going to have to find something that fits you, because- this is something where fit is so important. A dry suit fit is super important. And like I say, there's a little leeway on the too big size. But if it's too small, it's no good. Right. So, and fit is so important. So, if your body is not like that average body cuz that's what they're going to to, you know, purchase for the rental. They're not going to put any wacky sizes. So, if you're a little short, squatty guy or girl or you're okay. tall and lanky or or whatever, you're, you know, buxom blonde or whatever you are if you are not Tatiana Tatiana, if you're like Tatiana in my mind you won't fit in a normal dry suit (laughs) anyway uh yeah you need you gotta do that one with caution you know if you're gonna rent and you I guess my thing would be if you're taking a a class at a, a local place and they have a suit that fits you rent it for your trip as well so you, uh, yeah, it's take, one you've already used It yeah, took the class not a and, bad call yeah so but to get to a place and i'll just find He's out when hope, i get there hope you got and one it's iceland places. you know how many
1: she says that these may not be all the myths that exist
0: about dry suits but they are
1: among the most common you know what the big a big, uh, a big uh,
0: myth is and it was it was pushed by uh, a couple James Bond movies, I think, and that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, True Lies, with Jamie, oh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like you could actually wear a tuxedo under your dry suit, pop up at a a restaurant, lakeside restaurant, beachside restaurant, a, a, gala. Resa- beachside a,
1: restaurant. a yeah. gala ball, yes,
0: exactly. In your tuxedo, pop out of the water and and walk in. No, no, I've tried it. it it's all wrinkled. Oh, it's a mess. I'm gonna tell. You. I disagree. <laughs> really? Did you? Did your well, did you have the just the you had a tuxedo T-shirt on? <laughs> no, a little no, different. No, 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 no. I had a.
1: I know a guy who did it.
0: Yeah, who? A uh,
1: buddy of mine from the Detroit Police.
0: Okay, but what did the suit look like when he got out of the water? So they
1: got married down on yeah. You know, uh, down on uh, just off the Detroit River, down uh, I think they were down on Rooster tail or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he, so he had he had the team. Drop him off in his gear. Yeah, he swam over and came up out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. And he was in his, yeah. he was in
1: his uh, Viking dry suit. And yeah, he unzipped, and climbed out, and walked over mm-hmm. to the altar and got
0: married. How did he look, though? Or you don't know? He like just a, this story.
1: He's a cop. All his clothes are wrinkly. <laughs> <laughs> he's an undercover cop. He's always in yeah. bummy wrinkly well, I clothes. Guess that, again, I guess then there's some like truth him.
0: to the myth. Uh, there you go. No, no myth is fully. False, and so, yeah, aren't you, fully true. Those Dupont materials nowadays, wrinkle resistant. It's amazing stuff. Get <laughs> a Dupont tuxedo, is what you're saying. Get a Tyvek tux. Well, they do have a lot of wrinkle-free clothes you can buy yeah, now. Uh, are, yeah. So, I, but I'm going to say, you know, especially that kind of dry suit. That puts a, I mean, that's like ironing in wrinkles when you wear a dry suit. Right, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing they didn't talk about, like the value of good undergarments. Well, there you some go. clowns will so, go and like, I'm just going to wear a bunch of long underwear. Well, this
1: is what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier when I said the dry suit doesn't keep you warm. It's the undergarment. The undergarment keeps you warm. The dry mm-hmm. suit's keeping you dry. Dry. You can be, you can have a really nice dry suit and freeze your ass off because you got oh, crap yeah, undergarment. yeah. yeah. You know, so it, having a good base layer that's going to wick away the the sweat and the moisture from your body, gonna and then a good lofty bond. undergarment that's yeah. going to keep bond some air the gas in there, and stay warm. Yeah. You yeah. need that
0: that bonding of the ga- to hold the gas in in place, not like just go to one spot. You know what I'm talking about? Like the fibers yeah. in the different advanced insulates yeah, and whatnot the fiber needs to hold the air. That's what's it, keeping you warm. It actually bonds to that gas molecule and keeps it. Or at least that's how they sell the high-tech stuff. Well, yeah, because it's the, the, the air molecule is what's keeping you warm. Exactly. It it's, is the insulator. Mm-hmm. It is. That's why you don't insulate with helium because it's got a very, oh, very… High heat conductivity. Yeah, yeah. High heat Reynolds factors and then Reynolds factor. Anyway, yeah, long story short is throw some money into that undergarment if you want to stay warm. If you're going to be diving, you know, ice diving in real cold water.
1: Yeah, so you need to base that suit, base that undergarment… On what your environment is like. Very good. Well, hey, this was a nice, fun little educational little look at some dry suit diving myths and realities that we wanted to just throw in the mix now that we're hitting uh, this snowy, wintry weather hitting us here in good old Michigan of the good old U.S. of A. (laughs) And uh, the weather's falling and the winter's coming. So we thought this would be very timely. And then uh,
0: we're going to get back to some more fun stuff next week. Well, hopefully we can convince a few of our warm water divers to you know stretch out your dive season there's no reason to hang up that, the the fins man unless they're split fins <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah there's my thing is i loved diving too much to to not do to, it to here take six months off yeah even hey yeah even more as you get yeah. older you're like unless that water's above 60 i'm not going in it so you really limit your time yeah. right yeah no, I couldn't do it So, And once I got a dry suit It was like, okay, the whole year is my, my oyster baby Yeah, so, 12, 12 month dive season Very mm-hmm. good So, if, And and it allows you to dive in different environments That actually you you begin to appreciate Because that cold water Gets rid of a lot of the algae bloom and whatnot And opens up the viz yeah, So I mean, if you're into photography and things like that Videography Cold water is your friend Yeah, absolutely good So, point. anyway all right. Well, hey, let's uh, sign some logbooks. Okay. Let me see yours. Your, your, your zipper is down. <laughs> Dear Jamesy, stop looking. No, love, heat miser. No, love Tatiana. <laughs> love Tatiana. <laughs> Classic. Okay, folks. Okay.
1: Thanks, Tatiana. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, safe diving, folks. I'm on like, since I've got that suit, I'm I'm on like my sixth Zip Lube. Well, yeah, that's because you're using that. Uh, yeah, that soft, that soft shit. shit. It, it's nice. The, the, it the, works. The, yeah. You can see it where it's on, and it and it works. You, but you've got to apply it like every every time. My yeah. own stuff was like once every couple dives. I I lube it up. You know. Anyway, I'd wax it up.